What we got on the coach's notes, coach's notes, coach's notes, coach's notes number. It's going to be coach's notes number 37. All right, welcome to coach's notes number 37. And today I wanted to talk about fear. I came across a phrase that struck me right between the eyeballs. It says fear. It said fear shapes our limits. And I had a little stop and think about that. So how does fear shape my limits? And as I was thinking about fear, it made me think and reflect about some of the other uh, thoughts and discussions I've had on fear in the past. And I remember reading somewhere where it said that, you know, we're only born with two fears, the fear of falling, as in from my height, and the fear of loud noises, and all other fears are learned. And for me, what was powerful about that is that if it can be learned, then it means it can be unlearned. So I can unlearn fears that I may have picked up along the way that limit me. I can unlearn those fears. But part of that first step then is to uncover what those fears are. So, you know, how does fear show up in your life? How does fear stop you from doing the things that you want to do, pursuing a goal that you want to pursue, pursuing a promotion uh, that you want to do, pursuing a business that you want to do? How does fear show up, stop you, limit you from doing something that you desire to do? And I like this phrase, saying, what is fear? What is fear? <laughs> and I like this acronym, it says, fear is false evidence appearing real. And I think that's the best way of breaking down this idea of fear. Now, don't get me wrong. I think fear is a useful device as part of our survival mechanism. Um, you know, it's, it's, it's one of those things that's kind of a blessing and a curse, right? So we have this imagination and part of that imaginative tool that we have is it it allows us to imagine future events which gives us time to war game something in our mind um and look at the different scenarios imagine the worst case scenario and then um plan for it in the present so that we can avoid that worst case scenario but what tends to happen is as you are Imagine the worst case scenario because you experience that awful sensation of of fear and anxiety uh, and stress. You feel it in the present, even though you're imagining it in your mind of this future event, but you feel it in the present. And because that's so overwhelmingly powerful, it sometimes makes us stall, makes us not take any action at all because we don't even want to we don't even want to give the inkling of opportunity for that worst case scenario to happen so it kind of stops us dead in our tracks but it wasn't meant to stop us it wasn't meant to be used as a stop sign it's more of a warning sign it's more of hey this a future event's going to happen here are the various things that ways this could kind of go using our active imagination. All right, that scenario 
is bad. <laughs> so what do I need to do in the present to avoid it? That's what it's meant to be, just a warning sign so that you can um, get yourself into the best, most resourceful state in order to be able to get yourself prepared to handle or to avoid the worst case scenario. It's not meant to stop us, and, and but lots of times it does stop us and we do nothing. We take no action towards this future event because we become um, locked in place by this fear that that worst case scenario might actually happen. So, for example, just to bring some concreteness to this, say you have a big presentation coming up in a few weeks' time, next week or whatever, and but you hate speaking in front of groups. That's like one of the number one fears is speaking in front of groups for people, right? Especially large groups. And immediately, the fear factor kicks in. You start to feel anxious and nervous. And you're imagining the worst case scenario is going to happen, that you'll stand up, forget what you're going to say, look like a fool in front of all these people, or they're going to find out you're a fraud, all these conversations we'll have in our head that makes us very anxious, worried, fearful, don't want to do it, um, this presentation. And so we are in turmoil leading up to this presentation. So what's actually happening here is that, you know, again, you're imagining this worst case scenario, your body's reacting as if it's actually happening now. Uh, but actually it's just happening in your mind, but you'll feel it in your presence. Now, the good news about that is that you can actually change the pattern by imagining how you want it to turn out. So a natural inclination is to think about all the worst things that can happen so we can avoid it, but you can use that same tool, that same mechanism. So imagine how you would want this presentation to turn out. So imagine the best case scenario, and then watch your body respond as if that's happening now. So, especially if you bring it alive in your, your, you know, in your senses. So, what if you imagine the best case scenario? What will you see? What will you hear? What will you feel? So, harness those positive vibes and use it to focus on getting yourself prepared. Now, that's 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 the big secret here. The big secret to both of these scenarios is. That all of this, whether you're imagining the best case scenario or the worst case scenario, it's all happening in your head. <laughs> the events are not yet real because they haven't happened yet. Um, but of course, you know, the subconscious not mind not making a distinction between the sort of time um, responds as if it's happening now. So focus on the on on that image of it turning out how you want it to do. And then you can use that, use your imagination as a force for good. So take that good feeling and say, okay, well, how can I make this future event happen in this way? Acknowledge the worst case scenario, of course. Again, so that's part of our, you know, the gift that we have is being able to imagine those um, worst case scenarios so that you can take action in the present to mitigate um, that from happening. So do acknowledge it, but don't let it stop you. Acknowledge it. See what you need to adjust, adapt, uh, tweak, learn, whatever resources you need to gather to help you steer you towards the 
um, outcome that you want to happen. So focus on the outcome that you do want to happen and then do the necessary work to make sure you are positioned to get that best result. In the end, in the end, and here's uh, here's where we bring this all back down to earth, right? In the end, both cases, the worst case and the best case scenario that you are imagining in the present, you know, you're here right now, you imagine it, it's just in your head. It's all in your imagination. It's not real. And actually, the only way you're ever going to really know how that event turns out is when you've gone through the event. So take control of that mechanism. Focus yourself, ground yourself in the outcome that you want. And then do the things that'll be necessary to make that outcome the more likely outcome to happen. Okay, excellent. Just fear. Yeah, I always talk about the um, three guardians at the gates when I talk about the hero's journey, but I won't go too far into that because otherwise I'll extend this out further than I wanted to. But there's fear, doubt, and disbelief, and um, you've got to develop the tools to deal with all three of those. All three of those beasts, <laughs> fear, doubt, and disbelief. But we're just talking about fear today. All right, that's the Coach's Notes number 37. Enjoy. Let me hear from you. Let me know how, um, what your thoughts are on fear. And if you use that sort of technique of imagining the outcome that you want, again, let me know how you get on with it. Or indeed, if there's a specific fear that, you know, you just irrationally gripping you and you're like, ah, and you want some help with overcoming that fear, by all means, pop over to the website, claylow.com and book a session with me. All right, that's me. I'm out. Coach's notes. See ya.